0: Welcome to another episode of Dual Senses, the PlayStation podcast, where we give our two cents on all things PlayStation. I am Steven Morrow, and I'm usually joined by Alex Wolf, but he is away on paternity leave right now, so it's just me this time again. Um, but that does not mean that we are going to stop giving you all of the latest PlayStation news. And there's actually quite a bit of news, um, at least exciting things that I want to talk about, um, but before we get into the news, um, I want to share a little bit about what I'm currently playing, and that is Near Replicant, and then a series of numbers that are meaningless, um, but... Yeah, uh, so Nier Replicant is the re-release of the now 11-year-old Nier, the original Nier, the prequel to Nier Automata. Uh, And I've been playing it, and I just wanted to give it a shout-out because this game is awesome. It's it's very charming, and even though the game still looks and plays basically the same as it did uh, back in the day, I still think... It's a nice game. Uh, it's It's got enough unique ideas in it uh, to keep it relevant, I suppose, and um, fans of Nier Automata, I think, would really enjoy this game. Um, it's got a very classic kind of role-playing game charm, uh, which I really like. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm really enjoying that. I'm like 24 hours in, but I'm not very far because I've been doing all of the side quests and side things. Uh, because I'm me. I also spend a lot of time just sitting there listening to the music, because the music is so fucking good in this game. Um, But I wanted to give that a shout-out. Highly recommend. Um, That's what I've been spending a lot of my time, uh, well, a lot of my free time, playing lately. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to give that a shout-out. But now, on to some recent PlayStation news. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about today is actually a tweet from Jeff Keighley, um, but I thought that this was interesting, so I'm gonna share it. Uh, so Jeff Keighley, um, who a lot of you would probably recognize as the host of the the Game Awards, so he tweeted incredible PlayStation facts in company earnings. That's a that's a quote. Um, so these are just random facts of, of PlayStation company earnings, and I thought this was pretty remarkable. So. million PlayStation 5s sold. 47.6 million PlayStation Plus subscribers. 338 million games sold for the PS4 and PS5 in the past year. And $24.4 billion in gaming revenue in the past year. And he also puts in parentheses for comparison that the global box office was 11.5 billion dollars in 2020 with uh many movie theaters closed and everything um but i mean that's that's remarkable but gaming did more than twice as much or playstation made more than twice as much money as the entire box office in 2020 um, which i know covid is a is a factor in that but still that's remarkable um i mean and the fact 7.8 million playstation 5 sold in the middle of a pandemic when we had you know chip shortages that's uh pretty incredible um uh, so i just wanted to give that a little shout out because um i think that's astounding <laughs> it's it's crazy to think about um all these big numbers and and here i am with not even a thousand dollars in my bank account uh, it's just baffling. But uh, really cool, really cool. So, uh, you know, props to PlayStation. I mean, they're fucking killing it. And I feel like they're going to continue to kill it. All right, and on top of that, um, just a random little update. Uh, I won't spend too much time on this because uh, it's probably not a big deal to too many people, but I thought it was kind of cool. So, um, Predator Hunting Grounds... Uh, the I, I guess it used to be a PlayStation Four exclusive um, has hit its one year anniversary, and they announced that the game is coming to Steam as well with complete cross play or cross platform compatibility. Uh, you can invite people cross play or cross platform into your games, uh, things like that. So that's pretty cool. They're also celebrating the one year anniversary with a new map, um, a new airstrip map. And a bunch of new cosmetic options for your predator. Uh, really cool. Uh, I actually I played that game. I played a little bit of the beta before it came out, and then uh, a little bit after the game did come out, I I bought it. And it's a fun little game. It's like it's not super remarkable in any way, but it it's something that I still you know I I still turn it on and play it every now and then. It's just it's just a fun little online game it's it's one of the few online games that i actually can play and enjoy without feeling intimidated or without feeling like i'm just completely going to let everyone down uh, but it's a lot of fun and now it's available on steam so now there's even more people who can play it and it's got cross-platform play and cross-platform invites so that's fucking cool and a new map which means new missions so always awesome also, this would not be an episode of Dual Senses if we didn't talk about free stuff, because I love free stuff, and apparently PlayStation does too, because they seem to be giving out a lot of free things lately. But um, by that same token, PlayStation has announced the free games that are coming to PlayStation Plus for the month of May, and uh, some of these are are interesting. Um, so, uh, firstly, on the PS4. Uh, which means that they are also playable through backwards compatibility on the PS5, are Battlefield 5, which is one that I have always wanted to play just for the the campaign, but I didn't want to spend money on. So that's that's uh, exciting for me. Um, so Battlefield 5 and um, the game Stranded Deep, uh, which is a sort of like survival, like an island survival kind of game. There's like sharks, you can build a raft And you survive on an island Uh, You can like die from hunger and thirst And shit like that Um, Stranded Deep has uh, So like I'm not Super familiar with Stranded Deep But um, it has kind of mixed reviews But still it seems like a a fun game I mean especially for free Everything is worth it for free right Uh, But it seems like a fun little game Uh, Probably fun to stream too Uh, So those are the two games that you can play on the PS4 and then for the PlayStation 5 uh, The game Wreckfest drive hard die last. Um, This is a sort of like uh, Destruction derby kind of thing Uh, Lots of smooshing cars together and causing a ruckus Um, Now this game is actually available on the PlayStation 4. However, The PlayStation Plus version that they're releasing for free is only for the PS5, not for the PS4 version. So, uh, that's kind of a bummer. I like it a lot when there's, you know, whenever there's a game that's available natively on the PS5, but also on the PS4, I like it when it's sort of cross buy or, you know, cross download. Um, that would have been nice, but, um,. But yeah i mean i'll take whatever i can get they've had an amazing past few months uh, on playstation plus so uh you know this is just this is fine uh, it's definitely not at least in my opinion this month um is not as much of a banger as some previous months um, especially with the uh, Wreckfest fest only being on ps5 but I think Battlefield Five is a pretty pretty big one. That's a, that's a popular one. I've heard really good things about the campaign. I mean, it's a Battlefield game, so that's a big deal. Uh, but, but yeah, so um, as always, add it to your library, uh, whether you think that you're going to play it or not. Free stuff is free stuff, and in the future, you can always go back. Even if you don't have a PS5, you can still add Wreckfest to your library. Uh, you can do so on the online or mobile versions of the playstation store and i think actually now uh thanks to a recent update you can do it on the playstation app so that's nice as well Uh, i mean you could before but i always had problems with like the formatting and everything and recently they actually fixed that so i think it was um the same time that they did the the recent ps5 firmware update Uh, It was like the first firmware update, they also updated the app, and that fixed all the problems that I was having on the PlayStation app. So yeah, make sure you do that. God, I I just fucking love free stuff. I love PlayStation Plus. We've gotten some really good shit from there. Good shit. And speaking of good shit, or at least questionable shit, or shit of questionable quality, inconsistent quality, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, PlayStation has had another state of play and actually this state of play as of the time of this recording happened just like an hour ago um i i waited because i wanted to be able to talk about it on this episode so this episode is going up a little bit late um but that's because i wanted to be able to watch the state of play and have it in the most recent episode so this is like super fresh news Uh, but anyways the state of play that happened today was focused mostly on ratchet and clank however there were two announcements ahead of the ratchet and clank gameplay footage that they showed so i'm going to talk about that and then we're going to talk about ratchet and clank so firstly in the state of play they showed gameplay for the new subnautica below zero and this is sort of like a sequel expansion no it's a sequel so this is a sequel to the popular subnautica game it's sort of like the ocean survival inventory management kind of thing uh and actually subnautica was recently free on playstation plus so you probably have it on ps4 if you're listening to this podcast um yeah so the gameplay i mean it looks like more subnautica there's a little bit of a story that they showed um There's some character who's like looking for their sister or something. There's new creatures, new environments. Uh, It's more of like an arctic setting, so there's snow and frozen shit. Uh, There's lots of ice everywhere. Seems like an awful, hellish environment to try to survive in, Um, but they still managed to make it look kind of beautiful and nice. Uh, I still haven't played Subnautica on the PS4. I actually have it downloaded, and I am probably going to jump into it after I finish Near Replicant. I've just been so into near like it's all that i play right now uh just because it's a personal favorite of mine um but yeah so the big news though for this uh at least i think the big news is um so subnautica is also coming to the playstation 5 and they have announced that uh they are confirming that if you own the physical or the digital edition of subnautica on ps4 you can upgrade to the digital ps5 version at no additional cost so that's very important and i believe that that means that everyone who got subnautica for uh, the ps4 on playstation plus can also play the ps5 version of subnautica for free no additional cost as long as you have a playstation plus membership uh, if i'm understanding this correctly and similarly those who purchase Below Zero, the Subnautica sequel, on the PS4 will be able to upgrade to the PS5 version for free. So that's very important. Um, and this game, uh, it's releasing duh, 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 May 14th. So Subnautica Below Zero releases May 14th on PS4 and PS5, and it's only $29.99, so $30. So not too bad. Um, I love the free upgrades. I, I, I love that. More of that, please. None of this complicated shit where, like, certain people get certain things. If you have the PlayStation Plus version, then you're disqualified. None of that. I'm looking at you, Square Enix, and your fucking Final Fantasy, Yuffie bullshit. No. I like it when it's simple. I like it when you just can upgrade for free. If you already own the game, it's fine. Boom. Subnautica knows what the fuck they're doing. At least in this regard. So, that's all really cool. I love that. Like, it's it's really telling when uh, the most exciting news for a game is just the fact that there's a free upgrade. Like, it's it's almost. I, I don't want it to sound like demeaning or anything, or um, or like condescending to the to the game. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, I don't want to distract from the game itself. But it really is. It for me, it's frustrating. Uh, because I don't have a PS5 right now, uh, and I don't want to have to like hold off on buying a game just because I know that I'm going to play it on the PS5 eventually, and it would suck to have to like double dip and spend that amount of money again on the same exact. It's it's just frustrating. It's a weird frustrating time, and the fact that PS5s are still hard to find just adds to it. And so when a publisher decides, oh well, we're not going to do you know a free upgrade or whatever. Uh, It's it's just always a little frustrating. Like, I mean, I understand they got to make their money, business, whatever. Sometimes there's a lot more that goes into releasing something on, you know, the PS5 versus the PS4. I mean, I know that sometimes they have to go back and they have to update things. I, I I understand all of that. However, it's just really nice when I, as a consumer, don't have to fucking worry about it, and I can just download a game. I love it when it's simple. So Subnautica, below zero, it's simple. You have it on PS4, you have it on PS5. Boom, easy, free upgrade, love it. Anyways, so that was the first thing that was announced on the (laughs) new state of play. Um, Now the second thing, and I think this is pretty big news, uh, this is something that uh, we kinda, I guess we already assumed I suppose, Um, but now it's officially announced that coming to PS4 and PlayStation 5 this year is the hit, award-winning game, Among Us. Uh, And that's really most of all that we know. Um, In 2021, Among Us is coming out on the PS4 and the PS5. Um, Oh, and uh, there's exclusive... Uh, cosmetic items like costumes and shit Based off of Ratchet and Clank Which is kind of adorable uh, So so yeah, Among Us is coming to PS4 and PS5 About time uh, I mean, it didn't take too terribly long But still uh, This is a huge game uh, And I, I can see it being pretty successful On, I mean, anything that it releases on It's already on uh, PC, it's on mobile Now it's on PlayStation So that's pretty fucking cool But Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty, the uh, wonderful, wonderful world of Ratchet & Clank, because that was the main focus of this state of play. Um, And I, I am notorious for saying that it's okay that I don't have a PS5. However, it becomes a problem when Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart releases. And we're coming up on that time where Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart is releasing. <laughs> um, but yeah, the more that I see of this game, the more that I just uh, can confirm that it's fucking awesome. Uh, it's just, it's Ratchet & Clank. So it's just a feel good game, I suppose. Like it's just a game that feels nice to play. Uh, Gaming comfort food is how I describe it, Uh, but yeah, so uh, about 15 minutes of more gameplay footage for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was revealed um, during the state of play, along with some new information about some gameplay bits and things like that. And first and foremost, I want to say this game looks gorgeous. Like, oh my god, the lighting effects, uh, the particle effects... The, the fur on Ratchet's little, well, they're not little, on his massive ears, everything. This game looks absolutely stunning, so that's really cool. Um, also, I want to reiterate that Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart is a standalone adventure. Whether you've played the other games or not, this the story is kind of self-contained, so you don't have to worry about being familiar with the franchise. This is a good sort of starting point. So during the gameplay that they showed, um, a lot of it was just kind of like little snippets here and there of little, little parts, different environments, and uh, some different game mechanics. And it was all narrated by um, the creative director of the game, and he was explaining different things. Like, for example, when they were developing this game, they wanted to emphasize um, enhanced mobility in the game design. So there's different uh, movements and things like that that go along with that. So for example, you can wall wall run, why can I not, wall run, wall run, wall run. Oh my God, am I having a stroke? You can wall run in the game and it's very like fast and snappy. So that's really cool. Uh, there's also a new dash ability where you can dash, it works kind of like a dodge or in combat you can use it to sort of like dash behind an enemy and then and then hit them from behind things like that so um that it it just seems really satisfying to play honestly um so there's dashing there's wall running wall running god um so that kind of adds to the enhanced mobility uh there's also um They talked a little bit about the adaptive triggers allowing for different shooting styles in the guns. So each gun has at least a couple different firing modes. Uh, They were talking about how basically you can activate the different firing modes instead of having to use another button to toggle between them based on how far you press the uh, adaptive trigger. So you'll be able to feel kind of where the first firing mode ends and the second one begins so if you press a little bit there's going to be some tension and then that's the first the primary firing mode i suppose and then if you push past that tension and click into the next sort of uh zone on the the trigger then it'll go into the second one so there's different guns that have different firing modes uh based off of that so that seems pretty cool uh they showed uh just some like a little bit of the story like little snippets of the story there was a nefarious city in a dimension in which doctor nefarious is kind of like the ruler uh they didn't really go too much into that they just kind of like mentioned just that and then uh, ratchet is just kind of like trying to find doctor nefarious um but uh yeah so there were some like story bits there was some traversal and there was some combat and all across the board the game looks gorgeous it looks like it plays so smooth the worlds are so like lively so there's and they talked about this during the um during the state of play that they wanted to have the worlds seem more like they're they're lived in there's more creatures uh in in nefarious city there's there's spaceships flying all over the place there's characters walking around the city streets uh little alien characters um, in other sections of the the state of play, uh, state of play, I keep saying state at play, I don't know why, but um, at other sections of the state of play footage that they showed, uh, there were like jungle environments with lots of creatures, like a shit ton of alien creatures, lots of foliage and things moving. So these worlds are a lot more uh, like teeming with life especially when compared to, what was it, 2016? The Ratchet & Clank, um, I think 2016 is when Ratchet & Clank came out on PS4. Uh, but yeah, so huge upgrade in that area. And actually, by that same token, so in the game you're traveling across multiple different dimensions. There's like a shit ton of different dimensions, and there's sort of like different versions of, of the same place if that makes sense so like you can visit uh, an example that they gave in the state of state of play was uh you can visit like familiar classic planets from previous ratchet and clank games but based on what dimension you're in they uh can look a little bit different or there can be different things that have happened in that dimension that sort of change that familiar environment into something that's a little bit less familiar uh So that's really cool, but that also affects characters, so you'll see uh, recognizable characters from other Ratchet and Clank games, but maybe they're a bit different in different dimensions. So for example, Mrs. Zircon was in the footage that they showed, she's the weapons dealer, Uh, so that's where you buy your weapons. And like I, I previously mentioned, Dr. Nefarious is the, the king or the ruler of Nefarious City. He's kind of like an evil dictator kind of, kind of deal. Uh, so lots of that kind of stuff, which I'm excited to see more of in the game. Now, again, they did say that this is self-contained. You don't have to have played the other games. However, I like that they're putting things in that can be appreciated by people who have played the previous games. So that's really cool. Um, on top of that uh, they showed more of the sort of dimensional traversal shit uh, that kind of wowed us when we first saw uh, gameplay during the PS5 reveal uh, so there are dimensional tears and we saw this in like ever since like since the beginning when they first showed it but um, the dimensional tears are sort of like um, rips in whatever dimension you're in where you use, uh, an item, I guess, or a, a weapon, or or a tool called the Rift Tether, and you basically like pull the dimensional tear towards yourself to jump into it, and then it's it's a quick way to jump across further distances on the map. Uh, so that again goes with the enhanced mobility. But on top of that, there's other dimensional things, uh, like for example, there's pocket dimensions, and now pocket dimensions are basically like portals on the world that you're in that lead to sort of mini dimensional worlds and they're hidden throughout different levels so they're kind of like if you remember uh, i don't know if if any of you guys have played ratchet and clank um uh crack in time but there were like the big planets were like the main planets and then there were small little side planets that had little side goals the pocket dimensions are kind of like that. So they're like mini levels or mini worlds that have their own things going on. However, based on what I saw in the state of play footage that they showed, these pocket dimensions are pretty involved. Like there's, uh, sometimes there's like a lot of things going on in them, so that's pretty cool. Uh, But just lots, lots of weird dimensional shit. Uh, They showed, like, a little bit of a boss fight where during the boss fight, uh, Ratchet jumps into a dimension and ends up on a completely different planet with a bunch of shit going on. Uh, It was just a bunch of stuff happening. Uh, I'm really excited to see what kind of dimensional shenanigans they uh, can put into this game. Uh, Did I mention that this game looks fucking beautiful? Because it looks fucking beautiful. And watching just watching the gameplay of you know jumping through different dimensions and instantly being transported to other worlds and all these things moving and and instantly loading this game look it it is just stunning it is just visually impressive and mesmerizing and i i'm wondering i i I can't wait to get my hands on it and to feel it because i i just feel like it's going to feel really good to play but i'm also a little bit worried personally because i am the kind of person where when i first got my ps4 i played killzone Shadowfall, and i spent an hour looking at a tree because i had never seen a tree look that beautiful in a console game before and with ratchet and clank rift apart i'm afraid that i might just stand there and stare at shit and just be mesmerized and not be able to actually play the game Kind of like how when I'm playing Nier, I'll just sit there and listen to the music because I think it's pretty. So, I mean, not that that's a bad thing. That's definitely not a bad thing. It's just, that just means it's going to take me forever to get through this game because I'm just going to be completely mesmerized by the smallest little things. But this game looks beautiful. And I cannot stress enough how beautiful it looks. They fucking nailed it with the presentation. The lighting, oh my god, some of the bits that they showed, it's, it's amazing. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm gushing. I'm just really excited about this game. Uh, I'm telling you, it's like the one PS5 game that I think, uh, for me at least, is just like, ooh, and it's right around the corner. Anyways, um, they also uh, showed off some new guns. Um, there's a gun called the Shatter Bomb. And that kind of reminds me of uh, I can't remember the name of the weapon, but uh, basically like you shoot it and it's almost like a weird grenade and it explodes into other little bits, um, so that like the the bomb shatters. So there's that. There's also a, a, a plant gun. I can't remember the name of the the weapon, uh, but it's uh it like turns creatures into plants like almost like trimmed hedges so there's like leaves everywhere and then you can further trim them by just blasting them to bits um so that's cool so uh you know more quirky fun and overly explosive weapons just like uh you know it's a it's traditional for a ratchet and clank game uh there was also just At the end of the the state of play there was just rapid fire they were talking about different um features and shit like that uh so they showed some footage there's a bunch of rideable creatures so that's really cool they showed uh it looked like a slug or a snail but it moved really fast and you can ride that um there were like these flying creatures that you can ride on Um, but i mean at the end of this state of play they they literally just were they were like oh also in this game is boom 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 and they just listed These things. So they said, open areas to explore, dimensional Clank levels, glitch challenges, arena challenges, aerial combat, pocket dimensions, and Ratchet & Clank photo mode. And that's pretty exciting. It's the first time ever in a Ratchet & Clank game where there's been a a photo mode integrated into the game uh, based on what they showed Uh, It seems pretty extensive, you can place and pose characters, you can give them different facial expressions, there's a bunch of stickers and different filters and shit like that. Um, I love me some photo modes. Love photo mode in all kinds of different games, it's just nice. It's nice to be able to, if you see something pretty, you can make it look even prettier and you can, you know, snap snapshots of it. Uh, It also kind of helps with the game itself, with marketing, because then, you know, people take a nice photo they share it on social media boom uh so there's that also arguably the most exciting feature accessibility options so they made it a point during the state of play to mention the accessibility options they said that they are offering an extremely wide range of accessibility options uh they kind of like The video went very fast, and it was just showing all kinds of different things, but it seems like it's on par with what we saw in The Last of Us Part Two, and so that's really exciting. I'm really happy with the PlayStation first-party developers' use of accessibility mode, and, you know, just the breadth... breadth? God, I cannot fucking talk. Breadth? That's such a... the, the wide variety of options... Uh, for people who need accessibility options, or for people like me who don't necessarily need them, but appreciate them when I just have, you know, certain certain issues with different things. Um, so it's always nice to have those there. There's no reason not to. It does nothing but enhance the game. I'm all for it. So really excited about that. Uh, they did say that they're going to go into more detail on the accessibility options at a later date. So that'll probably end up being like a blog post or maybe a separate video or something. So we'll probably see that relatively soon. Um, you can play as, and, and we already knew this, uh, but you can play as ratchet rivet rivet is the new sort of like female Lombax character. And you can play as clank in the clank challenges or uh, the dimensional clank levels, whatever the fuck that means. Um, so multiple playable characters, multiple rideable aliens and creatures and shit. Uh, this, this game just looks like a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, Andreas was even, he was watching some of the State of Play, and um, he he even like just turned to me, and he stopped, and everything that he was doing, he was like, that game looks like a lot of fun. So... Even Andreas thinks that game looks like a lot of fun. But yeah, so uh, just a reminder, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart comes out on June 11th, so about a month and a week, a month and a week and a half, uh, a little over a month. And hopefully I can get a PlayStation 5 by then. Hopefully. And I've said it before, I will say it again. I am not above killing a man. Or a woman to get a PlayStation 5. Now, with that being said, if you would like to support the show, and also maybe help me get a PS5 and uh, avoid having to murder somebody, uh, <laughs> please uh, visit www.mtfproductions.com slash donate. Uh, there's a link in the description of this episode. If you are listening on... Um, on our website, mtfproductions.com, there should also be a button that you can click on the article. Uh, but yeah, any any donation, any support is greatly appreciated. Even if you aren't able to donate anything, um, which it, you know any amount helps out tremendously. You can donate as little as, as a dollar. Um, but even if you're not able to donate anything, uh, just listening to the show really helps us. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rating and reviewing the show, um, that also helps with visibility uh, and also sharing the show with a friend or somebody that you love. So, yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for your support um, and everything. And yeah, that that basically wraps it up. This is a kind of shorter episode, there wasn't as much like crazy news. Uh, it was really just the state of play and really PlayStation Plus, um, but I did like the the tweet from Jeff Keeley with the the PlayStation numbers and stuff. That's really impressive and exciting. Uh, really cool shit. Um, yeah. Oh, also Returnal. Uh, as of the time of this recording, I think Returnal comes out tomorrow. Uh, And reviews have been trickling in, and it's been reviewing pretty well. A lot of people are very impressed with the gameplay and with the story, saying that it's mysterious and and interesting, and saying that the game does a really good job of sort of mixing the rogue-lite aspect with the third-person shooting and the narrative focus. I didn't want to spend too much time on this episode talking about that because the game's not out quite yet and reviews are still trickling in, so I wanted to give it some time, but we'll probably end up talking about Returnal in a in a future episode. Um, but so far, so good. I think last I checked, it was sitting at like an 83 on Metacritic. Uh, not a single negative review so far, at least when I looked. But again, reviews are still trickling in. Uh, but, but yeah, so for the first... Actual PlayStation Five exclusive, really. Aside from Demon Souls, I think. I mean, and Astrobot. Um, yeah, I. Th- I think this is the first real P- PS Five exclusive. Um, from a PlayStation like first party type deal. Uh, but. But yeah, this. uh Or no, House Mark isn't first party, is it? I'm all fucked up. Anyways, either way, one of the first big titles for PS5 that's an exclusive, and um, it's reviewing really well. So uh, if I had a PS5, I would be checking that out as well, but I don't. (sighs) But anyways, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, I know this was a little bit of a shorter episode, but that's fine. We kind of blazed right through all the news and everything. Um yeah, thanks for listening to, to me rambling on by myself again for another episode um, like I said, Alex is on paternity leave and from what I hear everything is fine and dandy with um, his new newly born child uh, I'm just kind of giving him some space and some time to to get acquainted with <laughs> with his, his new baby and uh, with the role of being a father, I don't know I I don't know what I'm fucking saying. All right, anyways, thanks again. Have a great day. Love, love, love. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for your support. We'll tune in next time on Dual Senses.